When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. When I go to Sacramento, I will pump up Sacramento. 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 Turner Sparks just got married and has moved home to America after 12 years living in China. Sir Michael Ira Kaplan has two kids, a wife, a job, and has spent his entire life in the USA. Neither one can figure their country out. This is Lost in America. All right, everybody, welcome to Lost in America, episode nine. My name is Turner Sparks. Do I have to say my name or you, you can't just no, say No, you it? have to say your name. <laughs> my name's Kaplan. Kaplan. I think you should just say it for me. That's a, I need to save my voice. Uh, what are you saving your voice for? This podcast where, you know, we're going to be recording other podcasts. <laughs> got a lot of podcasts on our schedule we just went over to record. We not- Apparently, this is, thing's going to keep going. Yeah, I know. We were I, trying we just, to make it a mini-series. very much overwhelmed me with the schedule, recording schedule we had to do, apparently. We were hoping last week that we could make it an eight-part mini-series. Yeah, but you might be moving back to China, I've heard, so we got to record a bunch before you go. We'll talk, and, yeah, maybe, no. Yeah. Uh, you're, well, you're lost in America. You're taking it too far. You, you, you might be leaving. I'm not leaving, all everybody. Right. Settle just, down. All right, all right. I'm just Don't fall off the treadmill. Raise the stakes of the drama here. <laughs> oh, yeah, I might be leaving. <laughs> so we'll see. So, Caps, here's because you went to Disney um, World. Yeah, a place in Orlando, for those of you who don't know. In Orlando, over the before, around Thanksgiving. That's the most American thing I can think of. So you're going to be lost in America. You're going to be telling us about that this week. Right. But you'll but, be lost in America, too, I'm sure. You'll. We'll do our lost in America. But we're, you're going to be the guy. But also... Later on, we're going to be doing reviews, right? Of reading reviews, reading reviews, reading our iTunes reviews, reviews, right? We're going to be taking. We took in questions. People have written in questions. Non-Americans, people from around the globe. Wow! Write us questions. They have questions about America, right? We did it last week. Do we have answers, or we don't know yet? We'll come up with answers. All right. Well, we'll think of something. We did that last week. It was very popular. We're doing it again this week. And then, uh, of course, we always got the news. It's going to be fun. But, Kaplan, how was your Thanksgiving? What did you do for Thanksgiving? Oh, Thanksgiving was, uh, was great. How was your Thanksgiving? <laughs> <laughs> That's all you got? No, I, I mean, I'm a little bit still, like, in a, in a coma from all the food. Well, we're going to talk about you in you know, a little while because you went to Disney. Right. But before Disney, I went to um, my in-laws in Boca. They're in, like, a retirement community. It's like very much like if you watch Seinfeld, Dull Book of Vista. Oh, in Florida. For the Gentile. Yeah. So it's a, so they have a clubhouse. It wasn't like Thanksgiving in like their house. It was like a big room with all like the other, all like- the people. It's like a big buffet. And, uh, <laughs> you know, we had a, early on, we had a drive there. It's like five minute drive and Teddy fell asleep. So he was slept through the whole meal, which is great. Wait, you're saying you were already in Florida. Yeah. And then you drove five minutes to get there. Cause once you leave New York, you don't walk, even if it's like really close. You just drive <laughs> yeah, everywhere. True. So even though this was like a two second walk, we drove and he fell asleep. So I stuck him in the stroller and I was like, now I'm going to eat. And then I do this thing where there's all this food there, stuff I would like to eat, prime rib, prime rib, short ribs, steak. But I have to eat turkey. I see the turkey carving thing. See? And I have this like, this like compulsion as my duty as an American. I have to eat turkey. Well, and then I fill up on the turkey and, and I don't know. And then what, you fall asleep? And then I, well, I, I don't I'm having trouble because I'm just like, every day I'm feeling fat ever since we started this podcast. <laughs> what does the podcast have to do Because with I'm it? like, I feel like um, now that I'm trying to be like a funny person publicly. Oh, yeah. I have to like, I can't be like vain about like Well, it dieting, helps to be fat. So. Right, it helps to be fat because then you can make fun of yourself being fat. You look funnier. Yeah, you do so I just, fat I've guy like, jokes. I, I'm not exaggerating. I've probably gained like seven to eight pounds <laughs> since I started this. Nice. Uh, so, and I just keep gaining weight and, you know, so Thanksgiving was just like a gorge of eating. Well, can I tell you what happened at my Thanksgiving with the turkey? Sure. Didn't have it. 
What do you mean? He didn't Sparks make it here? Sparks family. Trump pardoned him before he got here? Myrna and Gary flew here. They came to Brooklyn, and we voted as a family for the first time ever not to have turkey. First, wait, first time you've ever voted as a family or first time you've voted? <laughs> well, like, yeah. you one of those families who would, like, like in sitcoms, you would get around, have family meetings, and vote on, like, where you're going to go on your vacation? <laughs> no, we didn't do that. Oh, Maybe okay. it's the first time you ever voted. But we voted no turkey. Everyone just likes ham. What, how'd the vote go? Three nothing. Three, or your mom wasn't allowed to vote? No, oh, she voted. Here. Tyler was oh, gone. I didn't know if women weren't allowed to vote. Tyler was with his other family. family. Okay. Oh, in Michigan, yeah. his wife's family. So what? how do you not have turkey? No one likes turkey. We, we, it's a secret that everyone in the Sparks family has held to themselves for the last wow. 34 well, years that I've been alive. No one mentioned it. 70 it. years of everybody else. And no one mentioned it until this year. We all looked at each other. I'm like, I don't really like turkey. My dad's like, me either. My right. mom's like, neither do I. I like cold turkey leftover. But yeah, I don't really like turkey either. And you realize that in the buffet because you have all these other choices. Whereas like, if it's at home, it's the only meat. But you feel, <laughs> yeah. like I feel like it's and that's you know I, I like to say slippery slope on this podcast I go down this road. <laughs> Why but this is dangerous? Because you could well, you're not ham. I wouldn't have a ham, but that's you know something you'd have family gatherings. We're gentiles. But like, well, you get a burger next time or a pizza. Like, what, what's to stop? You? You know, <laughs> we're in the mood for cheesesteaks this week. I, I don't know. No, but we all we had we had hams anyway. Oh, you always have turkey and ham. We always have turkey and ham. So, but if it's only three of you, that's yeah, it's a bit. A lot just of, get a ham. But you do that for Christmas now. You don't want to make Christmas special. Run Easter. it back. We'll get another ham. Plus, no, there's still ham in my fridge right now. I was eating some right uh, before I'm we out. started. The- I'm out. I'm <laughs> dropping the mic. <laughs> I was eating ham in front I'm of Kaplan. I'm very kosher. I'm dropping this mic and leaving. <laughs> oh, I'm my God. So, I'm, I'm going to call your brother to come finish this. Here's, yeah, okay. So, but also, let's say this. This week, guess who the guest is? Nobody. You didn't let me guess. Sick of guests. Oh, we're sick. I thought you were waiting on your like landlord to come up or something. Oh no, you're we're the I'm the guest. Yeah, sort of. <laughs> the hosting guest. All right. Here, well, when no we started coming. the pod, we were like, "Hey, let's do it so we don't have to have a guest every week." Right. Because that's the worst part. But I like having guests because I don't don't have to talk as much. No, but I'm the one who has to schedule them. Oh, okay. Because so, now I'm glad I didn't say my name. I had to say my voice. So. <laughs> I, mean, I told you, fuck, I'm the only guest here. You're gonna have to do a lot of talking. <laughs> All right. So we'll have a guest next week, but this week, why not? Let's just. Eight right. weeks in a row. So maybe we have to fill some time here. What, what Do you have stuffing? <laughs> oh, gosh. I just want to know what else you guys That's in the pod. Wait, let's get to Lost in America, should we? Let's get right to it. Okay, Lost in America? Lost in, play the music. Play the music! Love the music. Excellent music. Fans really every I actually week. really listen to it, and it is good. Oh, you like it, it now? It me up when I re- listen to the podcast as I'm walking pancakes. Well, we'll get to that in a minute, because we had some people write in not so happy about it, but <sighs> whatever. Us. Screw them. Fuck them. Here's what I want to talk about this millennials. week. Millennials. <laughs> millennials. Guaranteed they're millennials. They're always our enemies. Here's what I want to talk about is there's a million things I'm getting used to being back in America, but like the number one thing is being white. Wow. I thought you were going to say being straight. No, I've always been straight. Oh, I thought you did. Okay. But race in America is something that's it's more intense than any, than I, I would say, at least than, than China. Because in China, I've always been white, right? Right, yeah, sorry, that's what I meant. I didn't know you. But it's a different context here in the United States. I'll explain. Did you know you were white when you were in America before you moved to China? I don't know, I guess. No, no, maybe I was just used to it. Right. Or whatever it's, race you are. Is Sacramento like the Truman Show or something? I went to college in Miami. I don't <laughs> okay. know. But here's, no, but whatever race you are, it becomes heightened in America. Right. I think anyone who moves from another country back to the U.S. or who moves from just from another country to the U.S. as, a, as an immigrant or an expat or whatever, you can feel that immediately. Because people start talking about your race or how you are. I've had like 19 people tell me at the comedy club that I look like I voted for Donald Trump. Right. That's a very easy joke. Yeah. They're just like, hey, you look like you voted for Trump. Or they're surprised when I say I didn't vote for Trump. They're like, what? You're a white man. You didn't vote for Trump? Right. And I don't want, you know, I don't want to get into politics. Right. But I'm just saying that that's never. I kind of want to rip that bit out of there. When I was in China. No, just a few months ago, for the last 12 years, no one ever would have assumed that because they're like, oh, you're an expat. You live around the world. Right. So even though I look exactly the same <laughs> here, I look like a Trump supporter there. I just looks like a guy who's like, I don't know, 
living a crazy life in China or something. You so know? they don't see like are there non-white people who expats are you? Uh, yeah, there's like black people. There's uh, Latina. There's everything. Because it seems like a kind of a white person thing to do, and all this travel around the world. We like I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a, probably mostly to... white people that go to China, but um, there's still like a little bit of everything. So the way I'm looked at in China. If that's what you were asking. Yes. <laughs> Let me ask another question. The way I'm looked at there, it's like, it's a mixture of positive and negative. It's positive. Like, first of all, people will just think, like, I'm good at, like, swear to God, they'll just think you're, like, good at basketball. Right. Because you're an American. Right. People, they just, all, they've built all American things that all Americans are good at, that we're famous for. They just assume you're good at. Like you. Yeah. So, so you think I'm good at? I think I'm good at. Pop, you're good at basketball. I'm not even kidding. Basketball, you're dancing, both self-deprecating jokes and not making self-deprecating jokes. You're good at like every, all like everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're basically. Like a, a, oh, then it's also cool that like you don't tan because <laughs> Ch- Chinese people don't want to get tan. Right. They, they want to stay in the sun, so they think like I'm doing it on purpose, <laughs> like being like pale being on purpose, deathly pale. Yeah. Um, I I don't know. I don't think about this at all. Do they even like assume like are there any Jews in this expat community or do they don't even No, but they will say this. They'll they'll say there's this place called Ningbo in China, the city that's really rich. Uh-huh. And they call them they call them the Jews. I don't know of, where you're going with this, but they call them the Jews of China because they're rich. Wow. All right. Yeah. And do you uh, do the protocols of Zion, do you just walk around with a copy and hand it out to show uh, them your No, you don't uh, you don't even know what I'm talking about. I don't about. know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> um so, so they just, but they don't know that like Jews are known for certain things, and that's like not even crust. They just know you're rich. We don't. They, they just don't know. know Jews are wealthy and like good at business, like successful. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I like it. So it's a, yeah, it's we a positive. Good, we have a good image. Yeah. So oh, the other thing you can do is um, people will just assume you look like they just, a lot. They just think all white people look the same. Right. And so then. That's <laughs> very. I can't believe it. Well, you can tell because someone will come up to you, Kaplan, and they'll be like, oh. You look exactly like, like name, I don't know, like Robert De Niro or Tom Cruise. Or they'll just pick a celebrity that Will you look Smith. You look nothing like. <laughs> yeah. Until you look like it. Everyone to me, the, the ones I got the most common, I got Mr. Bean. <laughs> I got Spider-Man. All right. And I wasn't even clear Wait, if it was How do you like, look like Spider-Man? Well, that's why I don't know if they meant like the actor or they meant like in the mask. Peter Parker? Was, yeah. Peter Parker. Maguire? Little mean, kids would always say Spider-Man. Like Maguire, I guess, sort of, no. I mean, maybe vaguely. <laughs> so, so anyway, it is odd. So the thing I'm trying to get used to is being back here and having um, a pre- different... There's always preconceived notions about you by how you look, but they're just different here than they, than they were there, you know? All right. So what's your advice? What should I do? Just say, screw it? I mean, I think you got to embrace it. Embrace it, you yeah. You just got to live with your stereotype. Other comedy clubs, you got to, like, play up the, uh, you know, you're the Hitler youth, apparently. <laughs> play it up. I am eating that's ham. Your, that's your character. <laughs> yeah, you got to go with... You just need a thing. So I just to take, make a bucket of, take a bucket of ham on stage? Just go up there with your rolls of ham <laughs> and uh, talk about... The, just sell people on the greatness of Trump <laughs> a little bit. I, I was not going to try. We were just going to try to get through the pot because I was discussing our leader. But yeah. you know, it comes up occasionally because all great men come up. <laughs> of prayer <laughs> once a day. Um, but, um, yeah, you should just embrace it. And, uh, I mean, you should probably – well, it's good that you're going to get back to China to, like, I don't know. Well, I was doing, can I tell you a joke I was doing like a week ago oh on boy. stage? Sure. It lasted for one day because then the news cycle like changed. Right. But I was saying that people keep telling me I look like a Trump supporter, which I think, I, which is interesting because I've never been told um, I look like Kanye West. <laughs> well done. <laughs> so you can make jokes probably last longer in China on the news cycle because people weren't well, as connected to like, yeah. So if it's American based jokes. Maybe now that's another adjustment you got to work on. Huh? It's true. Yeah. So that joke lasted for like one day and then I tried right. the next day, then, but he was already in the mental hospital. Right. By then, then it's, then it's people little, felt then bad. It's low. Yeah. Yeah. Making fun of Kanye. So anyway, that's what I got. All right. Well, it's good to, I'm going to, you know, I think I'm going to start listening to these things and coming back with questions, follow up questions like a week later, like a week later, like you've rested your case on this and I, I can't even imagine what your life was like there. So I have to digest it all and then come back. Kaplan, we got to get you to China. Yeah, that's what it is. Then we got to do a live pod in China. Oh, by the way, that reminds me, we didn't do our plugs. 
Um, quickly, let me do them. You can find me on Twitter at Turner B Sparks. You can find Kaplan at M I Kaplan eleven eleven four. Carson Wentz, the Carson Wentz, quarterback whose career is kind of <laughs> falling apart ever since I sold that jersey. Also, like a, to, yes, to Ikram. Also, I have. We have a Kung Fu comedy show December 21st. You're going to want to come to. That's at the Lantern in New York City. Yeah, I'll be there. I will. Cap will be there. <laughs> it's going to be great. Weber's going to come out to that. It was right. last week. Jimmy Everybody, will be there. Jimmy will be there. You don't know who that is, but he'll be there. Future guest. Um, Joe Schaefer's on it. Um, Gus Tate, a future guest, is going to be on it. And also, I'm going to be December 29th. I'm going to be in D.C. with Tom Rhodes at the D.C. Improv. December right. 30th, I'll be in Philly at the Punchline. Pick, the Pick Swap Factory. No. The Pick Swap Factory at the Punchline with Jimmy Schubert. And January 7th, everybody, I will be in Shanghai at the Kung Fu Comedy Club headlining there. I, I gave a little teaser there. Going back to China. Going back to China. So come check back me out to there. where it all be in. All right. So now let's get to reviews. All right. Only we haven't re- done this in a few weeks. Only read me good ones. I, um, I'm very delicate. Well, I'm gonna, I don't know if that's I don't want to go in a tweet war on anybody. Honest T rep. He okay. came back with a second review. Okay. So remember in the first time he gave us three out of five stars. Right. Oh, this is on iTunes. Everybody go on iTunes. First of all, give us yeah. reviews on Friends iTunes. of ours are, you know, I don't know what's, uh, we, we've had 30 reviews. We need more than that. We know more than 30 people. We've had more than 30 listeners. If you're a friend of ours, if you're, li- we've definitely have more than 30 listeners. If you want me to get a tattoo, we have hundreds and hundreds. And you want to turn to get caned in Singapore. Come on. We're going to need more listeners. We're going to need more reviews to get more listeners. So give us some nice reviews, please. Exactly. If so, you want, yeah, if you want us to offend our families and our culture, give yeah. us more reviews. Please. Otherwise, I mean, otherwise, I'm going to end up getting buried with my family. <laughs> All right. And nobody wants that. So, otherwise, I'm not going to get to go to Singapore. Yeah. Who ever wants to go to Singapore? Yeah. Okay. So, honest T rep, he said a few weeks, he gave us three out of five stars a few weeks ago. We came back at him. We said, hogwash. We came back at him. Like <laughs> we came back hard <laughs> and we said, give us five out of five. He came back. He gave us five out of five. He's but a good then man. he gave us a very confusing <laughs> review. He says, to begin with, we did choose three out of five stars because of Sir Kaplan's comments on the matter. I like that he used respect when talking about me. But let's get down to the beginning. Unfortunately for all those concerned, and of whom it is many, <laughs> um, we haven't heard back from your pod team, Lost in the States. We have says, a team? I don't know why we have a team and why he's calling it Lost in the States. He knows it's called Lost in America. He's reviewing it on the Lost in America I page. think his lawyer advised him not to use the real name. for Possibly. He says, we've often wondered aloud if this is because your new president-elect election cycle for Mr. Garrison. I don't know. He's off base. That's a South Park reference because the Mr. Garrison character is like the Donald. He's running for, ran for, he actually won the election. They had a Trump-like storyline. Okay, gotcha. Um, he has interesting ideas, but as a Muslim living in Pakistan... Ooh, Honest T-Rep is a Muslim living in he Pakistan. He must be excited that Donald Trump is talking my, about visiting Pakistan. He says, as a Muslim living in Pakistan, my thoughts on the matter are not socially acceptable. Wait, also, by the way, just to interrupt, I don't, I'm not an expert on Pakistan, but he makes it sound like he's like a minority. A Muslim living <laughs> That's in Pakistan. True. <laughs> Pretty sure... It's a, a Muslim country. So, I think. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I, sure he's in the majority there. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, if he's um, a Jew living in Pakistan, that would be interesting. Anyway. A little more. Yeah, <laughs> that would, that would then be, he'd be a guest to hide your yes. uh, thoughts on the matter. Yes. <laughs> Otherwise. <laughs> Come out of hiding, Honest T, Rip. Yeah. I think it's going to be okay. Eat as much ham as you want. And Honest T is a Pakistani company? I'm very... <laughs> I guess. I don't know. He says, in the end, oh, this is asking us to represent, asking them to represent us. He says, but in the end, we decided to place our ads on a different show, Rabbi McDreamy and the Watergun Bubble Kids. Wow. The Pakistanis advertising on Rabbi McDreamy, there might be peace. We have a a chance. That's a reference to Rabbi McDreamy from last week. Right. Who. Some people didn't like him. Controversial. And I don't want to, I don't, he's already depressed. And if he's listening, I don't want to tell him that <laughs> a lot of were... people did not think he was a good guest. <laughs> Some people don't want us to have guests of his ilk on again. <laughs> Maybe Billy them. Bush. We should do a poll, which is the least popular guest. <laughs> Billy Bush or Rabbi McCreary? <laughs> so that's that. So anyway, whatever. Honest T-Rap is not advertising us with us. But guess what? This is what I have to say. Screw you, because we got ants, baby. We got ants. Yeah. This company is going places. You want to say you were using this app in the beginning. You want to be on now because here's what I'll tell you about Ents. They update like every day. Every day 
it's like, oh, you need to get instant again, get instant because they're making it better every single day, you know? Yeah, they got a team. So what they do is it's an app where you can send out um, voice messages. You can record music. It's five-minute messages, five-minute audio clips. You press the lips on the app, E-N-S-E, press the lips. It shoots it out. You can put it on Twitter. People are tweeting them out now. There's all kinds of stuff going on. So and get on Ents. And you can follow us on Ents, uh, Lost in America, it- Earlier, we had some LOAs for some reason, which <laughs> yeah. we, don't, we thought it was lost on America. I don't know what we were thinking, <laughs> but, it's, but that's been corrected. It's lost in America. Lost in America. Get on there. Search it. I'm going to be also doing weekly um, if I, uh, at the comedy clubs. I'm going to be recording what I'm doing on stage and putting it on the Lost in America. Are you going to do that while you're recording? I'm going to have to get an assistant. Yeah, so maybe we should. Do we need anybody who wants to be an assistant? I was hoping you would do it. Oh, no, I'm not doing that. (laughs) (laughs) We could use an assistant. Yeah, we can use an intern or someone. Look at my my website, turnersparks.com. You know how to press a button on the iPhone. That's That's all we need. That's all we need is you to be able to do that. So we're going to be doing that every week. Follow us on Ints and also what we're recording. E-N-S-E. E-N-S-E, what we're recording right now. Some of it's not going to make it on the pod. That stuff will go on Ints. Yes, our B-sides. Our B-sides, baby. All right, should we get to our guest? Let's get to our guest. (laughs) (laughs) Our guest today is Sir Michael Ira Kaplan. Better pay me extra for this. (laughs) (laughs) Getting paid double. I want to be assistant, host, and a guest. Co-host. So, okay, you went to. This fascinates me. You went to... There's no more Lost in America than what you did in the past, like, two weeks. You went was to, lo- I was really in. You went to Disney World Hit for nine days. No, I didn't go to Disney World for nine days. Oh, <laughs> you didn't? No. How long were you at Disney World? It was like forever. four days. Dude, it was... I was following you on, Sunday, like... Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Twitter. Wednesday. Yeah. It was like you were there for, like, a month. It seemed like it. I've never known... long any, days. It, Disney World, it's like kids Vegas. Like, you don't go to Vegas for more than, like, a day and a half. You shouldn't go That's to Disney World. That's a great World. analogy, because, yeah, I went to Vegas once for, like, five days. It's and mistake. the bing, bing, binging sound and the, 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 the casino and the drain on the money and eating all those meals. and Yeah, it's just... Gambling. The worst part about Vegas is... At the airport, when you, all you want to do is leave, yes. and there's still casino, there's still right. like ding ding dings of the slot machines. But uh, yeah, so I mean, I have a lot to say in Disney. I thought I would start with um, a little bit of a literal lost in America, since I know it's popular with people. Yeah, what happened? We were, I think it was day two or three. These days blend together, <laughs> and um, it was towards the end of the day. It had been a very successful day of you know at Disney, the Magic Kingdom. There's this whole fast pass culture where you got to sign up. And it's very anxious to get on all these rides. Otherwise, like, it's like you either wait in line for, like, an hour or you wait in line for 10 minutes. It's all based on how fast you can use an iPhone app. Okay. It's a real... Really? It's, yeah, it's, it's a new call. It's really a reward to the uh, tech savvy. But, um, so we had a good day. I felt accomplished. We're going to do one last ride and then get the heck out of there. We are walking towards uh, Tomorrowland, for those <laughs> of you who know this, the, the park. And I looked down at this, uh, and my daughter, Ruby, in the stroller was barefoot. And it's like, Ruby, where are your shoes? I threw them. She's two, right? She's two and a half, but yeah. she's very troublesome. Okay, so she's she trouble, threw her she's shoes. A so she <laughs> threw, took her shoes off. She does that all the time, but this time she tossed them, apparently, in somewhere in Magic Kingdom. Okay. So we start like retracing our steps, and we found one shoe. Like We're running around, retracing our steps, and we found one because somebody like was holding it. Like some good do gooder. She out there. threw it into a guy's hand? No, like somebody saw on the ground and saw a child's shoe and picked oh, it up good and was Samaritan. like waiting and like waiting around and they're like they were like, Oh yeah, we waited here. In case someone came back, we waited a few minutes. Wow. So they're a great Samaritan. And then on the flip side, we walked around that same area over and I'm like, Ruby, where is it? And she'd like point there. And I'm like, it was oh. like was, but it wasn't that big. We just kept walking back and forth and it was gone. Wait, was maybe one shoe guy, the guy That's who sells- what I was thinking. I was like, because <laughs> first I was like, I can't believe what somebody steal one kid's shoe like what yes. kind of one little girl shoe but i was like the one shoe guy the guy in the village who stands outside of 7-eleven and tries to sell people one shoe right so do you think like from like last episode in muslim countries to go back to what i joked about then like if you throw a shoe a shoe throwing shoe do you think that like kids don't use big shoes they use like little like a two-year-old <laughs> a two-year-old who's like upset with their preschool teacher they throw like a little <laughs> throw little, a baby shoe at uh george bush yeah george <laughs> I don't know. I have a lot of questions. Um, maybe we can ask a future guest. The um, funniest part about that whole thing was they were like, oh, in the Asian, I mean, in the Middle Eastern culture, throwing a shoe at someone is a sign of disrespect. Right. It's like, I think that would be the same in any culture. 
Right. Is there is there a culture where it's a sign of respect? I don't. Where <laughs> it's like great to throw a shoe. <laughs> That's a good 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 point. Good point. <laughs> but um, so we um, the best thing is that we went after much arguments. This is where you like in a relationship you get into like all stress mode. Well, wait. Decide. So this is day. What like let's go day one, day two. This is day two. But okay. I think or day three. But. We went. What I was going to just to end the story. We ended up driving to uh, Disney Springs is an area that's new for you. For those of you who have been to Disney World in a while, it's like a giant shopping area. Oh, I was thinking it was like Hot Springs. And we were going to go to some dinosaur restaurant there. Okay. Where it's like you eat. It, this was actually the thing about Disney World. This was our best meal of the four days. Oh, it was, was like the closest thing we had to like a real meal. And it was <laughs> in a restaurant with like a t- giant T Rex roaring, and like <laughs> I mean every kind of fried. Uh, Whatever appetizer and you know yeah, fried so anyway, pterodactyl. There happened to be a shoe store there randomly, the same shoe store where we ran. My wife Randy bought these shoes that Ruby was wearing, so we went in there and she bought the same pair. Oh, nice! Which is the move because then if she loses one again, maybe she could lose like the same one and we'll. She's up you know, a shoe. Yeah, she, but I mean, like she's got. We saved that right one, so if she can lose it, hopefully next time she loses one, she loses the left one. And of course, be, but and then somehow I don't even know how we were there for like five minutes. We had to make a reservation, but Randy bought like three hundred dollar rain boots. So this is what happens with uh, a dinosaur Jewish wife. Dinos- you end up you end up four hundred dollars down because you because you end up buying boots, but. Uh, <laughs> So that was lost. I was the lo- one who was the most lost in America. There, the loser. So that's, okay. that's one story. What kind Do- of what is what are they serving at the at the at the um, at the well? So yeah, dinosaur all, restaurant. Well, dinosaur restaurant is one thing, but there's all these restaurants with these characters. Um, there's Chef Mickey's, which I think I mentioned last week. I was very stressed about getting a table. Too. Yeah, did you get a reservation? We got a table, and like if you saw this place, you'd be <laughs> like, it looks like a. It looks like a buff, like when you're in a camp and like summer camp and like the 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 dining center. What it looks like, in like there. a mess hall. It's a mess hall where there's like a buffet that like leads. There's like two sides of the same buffet, <laughs> and they meet in the middle. And there's like the ice cream, the like swirling soft ice cream thing. Oh, there like, you go. The food is the best tasting thing. Was like waffles shaped like Mickey. Okay, uh, wait. Was, so better or worse than your um than the like cafeteria at Syracuse University. Oh, uh, much worse. Oh, okay. Really? <laughs> worse? Yes. Uh, oh, my gosh. Um, it was uh, uh, It was just, yeah, the food is just terrible. And um, we we went to another place uh, at Hollywood Studios for Doc McStuffins and other characters. <laughs> Doc McStuffins. And that food, I mean, it's like the best thing you could eat. It was like a... Uh, Sounds like a porn star. Yeah, well... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to leave that out there. That's, that's a fighting word to a three-year-old. But, uh, so all these restaurants... How expensive are they? Um, the restaurants are, they're actually crazy expensive. They're like, <laughs> it's like $50 an adult and like $35 a kid. And the kid eats like, I think Ruby ate tater tots one meal. It oh, can't right. be like my kid's not going to eat because they're, you're paying for the experience. Of like, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. four days in a row, the experience wears off. Yeah, well, yeah, the, the, the experience is. Um, I'm not saying the, the Disney experience, but the food experience at some point. I get it, though. You yeah, know, it's uh, like eating in an airport for four days straight, right? It's basically eating in uh, like an O'Hare terminal too. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> no, but airports have gotten better over the years. Now they have uh, they have like but on the, the borders and. But uh, I'm saying the ex- it's exp- that expensive plus, but coupled with uh, high school cafeteria food. Yeah, but if you were at high school and like like in what Syracuse. If uh, Otto the Orange came around and I got to take my picture with him and have him sign an autograph, yeah, that would be the that would be it'd the best be worth thing. it. Yeah, and that would actually reminds me of something um, that I thought of a lot in Disney World is that so much stuff at Disney World if you were high, yeah, because like I used to be like I remember going to have a much younger sister to Disney World and be like kind of jaded when you're a teenager because like the roller coaster like Space Mountain. They're not really that great compared to like Six Flags or yeah. Tony Park in Allentown or some other places that have bigger roller coasters. But now I get why teenagers would like it. I think you just get high because, like, it's okay. a small world and so many other rides and anything with characters. It's like freaky stuff. Yes. Like you. Jungle, the Jungle Cruise. All this stuff. It's really weird. Yeah. And I can only imagine if you were high. What it, <laughs> plus the food would taste better. But. So that's the appeal to people who's not either not a small child or an adult with a small child. Right. Who for some reason are there. Yeah. Like people in like second marriages who get well, stuck with the younger kids. And guess kid. what else? It's now legal in Florida uh, medicinally. Right. That was so. We didn't cover that in our election special. We didn't cover Florida. That'll yeah. be four years from now. So they're going to boom. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, teenagers. And that was. And now one other thing is that I. Um, 
I sort of came away with a, a crusade, a mission in life. Okay. Like, I feel like we've had um. Well, you know, I've been thinking we've, we've <laughs> had some critics. Michael uh, we had some critics of ours who um, you know, we didn't even get to this, but they called us. They, they said we did like a very alt right podcast that we were sounding uh, oh like, yeah takes on the election and on millennials and very true. You know, so I was very sensitive to that because I don't want to. Uh, you know, I didn't want to be a typecast that way. Of course. Living in New York. So, you know, I was looking for a cause that I could get <laughs> behind. And, um, you know, I, I, I didn't want to, um, the thing with, e- like, with, I was looking for a cause with women, you know, because, you know, I love women. <laughs> a cause with a women. cause for women. And, for women, not and women. I, at first I was like, people talk about equal pay. Yeah. was all in favor of that. But then I started thinking, like, I don't know if I could be in favor of equal pay unless uh, <laughs> women split dates, split uh, d- meals, <laughs> meals and engagement rings. Yeah. As long as that, the meals we're buying and the engagement ring, it's just hard for me to be like, that evens it out. That kind of evens is what it you're out. saying. Yeah. yeah. And then, um, you know, reproductive rights, while in theory I support, <laughs> I kind of also want everyone else to have kids because I want them to be as miserable as I am. And okay. I want more, our podcast to grow. So I need people to get my kids jokes. I feel like when I'm making them to people who have That's kids. That's true. Really the more people it. that have kids, the more people that's in your demo. Yeah. So comedy. I'm sort of against, you know, like, I, I, I don't know. Like, yeah. I, okay. The same way you wrote the weed. Yeah. Oh yeah. But I finally found a cause uh, uh, that I believe strongly in, and I think it's a, it's a wrong that needs to be righted. Okay. So you don't care about women's rights. I care about equal them, pay, but, gonna, but you care more. I get this. This is my cause. Okay, I'm excited. I'm going to tell it to you right now. And you know, we have not talked about this, so you're not going to know what I'm going to say. We have not. Daisy Duck. Daisy Duck. You know Daisy Duck? Legendary Duck. Donald Duck's girlfriend? I don't know if she's his girlfriend, wife. Okay, mistress. Mistress, sister. I don't think she's a sister. Lady of the night. Like, what's Minnie Mouse? She's the girlfriend. I'm wife. not sure. But anyway, they- Daisy Duck, I know who you're talking about. Nowhere to be found in Disney World. Like, literally, oh. does not exist. It's like they've erased her from the memory. There, She's like... You would think it's the other way around in this day and age. Yeah. I mean, you know, and I don't know what they're waiting for Hillary to be elected president. And then we're going to dust off Daisy as like we're adding a character. Because <laughs> she's all over the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse TV show, which I have watched 5,000 times with the kids. And she's all, she doesn't exist in Disney World. All these character things I mentioned. Pluto. Pluto's up there signing. My kid said to me, how does Pluto stand on two feet and sign? A yeah. four-year-old noticed that. How does he have hands? And did they ask, how does Pluto, is, why is Pluto everywhere, but Daisy Duck's nowhere? <laughs> well, Teddy's like, is Daisy Duck on vacation? <laughs> I was like, yeah. Well, she might always but she be. she went without Donald? I don't, I mean, they're very, so yeah, there's no. <laughs> He's got, no, Donald's got to stay at home and work. <laughs> yeah, Donald's Yeah, so this is just, it's outrageous. I've, you know, I know there's like a billion princesses at Disney World, which again, that's, that's the other thing. So you watch all these shows. That's negative reinforcement. You watch all these, um, a lot of these shows at Disney World uh, are like Little Mermaid, uh, Beauty and the Beast. They're like based off of old Disney stories. And they have like, they have these 3D shows, the Muppets. And they're all like state-of-the-art technology from like 1989. Okay. So like, it's like <laughs> the crappiest, but it's 3D. So that's cool. But like, Oh, where you get crap. like the glasses? Yeah, yeah. But instead of like the new 3D glasses, it's like one red, one yes. blue. <laughs> and you get like wet. Like their big thing is it's dark. And like whenever, every single one of them, it rains in every one of them. So you get wet. Like water comes down from the ceiling. And have you noticed? And you're supposed to be blown away by this. And then they always have Michael Jackson in them. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, didn't what? we realize he was raping kids like 15 years <laughs> oh, ago? Jesus. And you're still putting him in Disney. He's Never convicted. <laughs> never dick Disney shows? Well, no, he was never convicted, but his excuse was he was like, no, I didn't have sex with them. I just slept next to them. Yeah, also weird. They're not your kids. That wasn't weird in 1989. It was a different time. Yeah, it wasn't weird back then. But um, so these, these Disney things, and oh, you realize every one of these stories is like, um, it's all about like Prince Charm. Like I've never seen the Aladdin movie. That's like slipped through the cracks. or Not the Aladdin, Little Mermaid, sorry. Oh, uh, but I've seen it. The Little Mermaid story is like the most like she's a world basically sells her everything her entire life for three days for a chance to find prince charming yeah some like and of course like the evil character who grants her the wish is like some fat woman <laughs> and of course the little mermaid's got a great body yeah like I don't, are any are there any fat mermaids or like are there any like i, don't I think know. they're all attractive they're all like nines yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> so a lot of places to go with that story but um uh and uh what was i gonna say so the the the, the disney um <laughs> Their views on women is just weird. And then the last thing I was going to say on this topic is they have all these princesses everywhere. Everywhere you go. Yeah, so it's telling girls that the best thing you can be is number two to your prince. Yeah, it's very sexy, very like old school. And 
a lot of these uh, parents buy into it. They all show up with their daughters in princess gears. You see some moms in princess dresses, but all of these moms who dress their girls in princess outfits the entire time. Yeah. And I'm sure maybe there's a listener out there. I don't think any, actually, I don't think we have any parents who listen because the parents don't, <laughs> parents don't have out. time to listen to podcasts. Not, not anymore. Unless you, unless you actually are the host. But um, <laughs> uh, they just have a creepy vibe. There's like a creepy vibe to the, oh, it's to like the, the honey to boo the people boo. who show up at a music park. And yeah, that's that. I don't know if you've ever seen that in your Disney uh, Shanghai. No, or, you know what's weird? I have. I mean, well, I've only been to the one in Hong Kong, but in Hong Kong, no, no one really dresses up at all. They just go and they check it out like like normal humans. Yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's, um, that's, that's, okay, so that's we need to get thing. Daisy Duck back at Disney. We need to start a campaign, I think, to really fight for this. Well, let's we do it. We can't, you know, people say, like, you can't be quiet. We have to fight with what's going on in this country. We have to stand. We as far to, as the, vo- the my voice on this podcast yeah. reaches, I want people. Yeah, and we can't, like, split. You know, right you, you can't do every senator. different cause. You need to focus on one. Each person is own. Done. This is going to be ours. Um, and then I also just thought of this. Wait, wait. Oh, you go ahead. And no, I, I was going to, and I, I don't know if this is a bad segue, but I found a job for you, possibly, because I know you're very. I'm excited. Uh, you go with languages. Okay. And um, you're talking Mickey Mouse because <laughs> we waited in line for Mick to meet Mickey, the legend, which you also had to use your fast pass for to cut the line. Oh, gosh. And the kid before us gets up there and he's from Brazil. Yeah. He doesn't speak any English. And Mickey Mouse just rolls off Portuguese. Off That's t- amazing. And I don't know if he's got a headset in and someone's feeding him oh. lines or if the kid would have like called his bluff by talking. Abrigado. Yeah. <laughs> Is he abrigadoing everybody? Yeah, like, and I wonder like what languages don't make the cut because Portuguese is kind of a deep cut. That's like a Spanish, deep, that's a deep, French, that's, German, yeah, yeah, yeah. even Mandarin. That's or not a top Arabic. five. I mean, yeah. No offense, our friends in Portugal. Yeah, does he know Yiddish? And I, I don't know where he, what he, yeah. Um, and Macau. Is there a Disney World in Brazil? I don't think so. So, yeah. I don't no, know. I don't think so. That, that's amazing, though. Disney knows what they're doing, man. Yeah, they are. Everything they do is. Except for Daisy Duck. Well, they must, it must play well to the middle American crowd or something. I don't know. I'll say this. If they did it, everything they do is calculated, so there is a reason. Yeah, it's really calculated. They have these magic bands that you wear at all times, so they know where you are. Yeah. And they collect, like, I was talking to a guy who works there, and he's like, they, they do almost like what Facebook does, where they take, like, all of your information. Like, every purchase you make at like Disney that. World is on that band, so they can then decide, and they run it with, like, what hotel you're staying at. And what information you gave them about where you're from and everything, and they decide like who you are basically. Can we and get them to give that information to can we turn those to, people into podcast listeners? Oh, I thought you were gonna say have them work for the government so we have a better No, 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 no. <laughs> can we get that? Yeah, we should figure out a way to plug Dis- get us into the Disney circuit. I feel like that should be cheap. Yeah. Can we maybe I can get Daisy on the air? Let's get Daisy. Oh, gosh. I don't think the audience will like that. If I start saying maybe she's going to call in later, I know people are going to turn off the pod, <laughs> so we're not going to say that. Wait, I have, a qu- I have a question. All right. what What's the drinking situation like at Disney World? That's interesting you asked that because um, what I learned is Magic Kingdom has no alcohol. Boo. That goes back to, like, the Disney family. They don't want to offend them. But uh, every other place, like, has Epcot Center, you walk two feet. And there's like alcohol everywhere. Heart, I've uh, heard that. Hollywood Studios is the same way. And it kind of like, you feel like you want to be like an American there. You really want to fit in. So you want to be drinking a lot. You oh, okay. be eating a lot of crap. You want to try to look like you're getting diabetes at all times. Yeah. That's, that's the mode I was in. I wanted to really. Yeah. You want to. The whole experience. Sure. Embrace so, uh, the so new you America. You go there and get wasted. And it's kind of cool to like walk around with your kids and wait in those lines with a beer. And, and so did you part, did you have a couple cold ones? I had some, uh, yeah, I had some, I was trying in Epcot to get, like, interesting beers, and I ended up with a Yingling at one point, I know, controversial. Uh, Trump's I feel Yingling. like I have to, if any fans would run into me, I'd be wearing, I was wearing my New Balance shoes, which, <laughs> no. by the way, pancakes destroyed another pair, I gotta go back to the New Balance store. Your dog. She's just, a, she hates Trump. And Your she dog just hates Trump. She's yeah. destroyed, like, four pairs of shoelaces now. Of the of New, New Balance. Balance. Because here's, let me explain to our international listeners. Um, New Balance. There's all these companies that are coming out now in America that sell, that support Donald Trump, and then people are um, people are boycotting them, like Yingling beer, New Balance shoes. Anyway, so right. but some of them, but New Balance shoes are made in America. That's but so I think it's a little bit Yingling beer is made in America, right? But I mean, the reason why New Balance they said that we like Trump's trade policy because we're made in America. Oh. So I think people tweeting on their iPhones that are made in a factory in China <laughs> have a little bit hypocritical that they're like, New Balance is the worst company in the world. <laughs> all right, but let's anyway, stay out let's of politics. Say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Edit that out. But, uh, all right. 
Hey guys, this is Turner. Okay, what happened here was Kaplan and I took questions from our international listeners about America. They asked questions about America. We recorded, we gave them answers. It was hilarious. And then we realized after we never pressed record. So that's all gone. But it's not gone. It's on Ints. We did Ints it. So what you can do now is go on Ints. Don't download and search Lost in America once you get it, and you can hear those questions plus anything else we put out there. It's hilarious. It's great. And now back to the show. We're doing the news. Play the music. Dog's fantastic. We should. We need to get their tour schedule. Pick up the microphone. <laughs> doctor Dog is fantastic. Definitely my favorite doctor. He's a good and my favorite dog. We don't know. Pancakes. Is he a doctor or is he a dog, or is it a band of five guys and one of them is named Frank? That I know. Yeah, I, mean, uh, I don't know. We got to go see them sometime. Let's do it. Let's do a live remote pod there. Oh, at a Dr. Dog concert. Yeah, yeah. That's a good idea. All right. So in the news, first thing in the news, this is very American. A man is arrested um, on animal cruelty charges after riding a horse from South Carolina to Florida. How's that very American? Uh, just because it's insane. There's no gun involved. Well, no, it's American because why would you arrest a guy for riding a horse? Right. Everywhere else, you're just allowed to ride a horse. So in China... Are there horses in China? Yeah, sure. In like, yeah, parts of China. Actually, I should make this a broader question. Are there animal like cruelty like laws in China? I honestly don't know. (laughs) I don't think so. I mean, it's a sad topic, but yeah, dogs get taken all the time. Taken? Just kidnap dogs. Oh. You know? There's no microchips. No, they end up on the at the sandwich shop later uh, in the day. You know, that's that's not. Uh, <laughs> I'm saying it was a sad topic. You asked the question. Oh, sandwich shop. Oh, <laughs> but uh, next thing it, you know, they're gonna be serving that at Thanksgiving. And uh, well, I will tell you this: slippery slope will get you. Horse. Speaking of horse, can I say this? Name drop here. But when I was 19 years old, I went to Cuba. And Fidel Castro had us over for dinner. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> this is a new story. And he served us. He just passed away. He served us horse. Um, how, did, were you, how did you have dinner with Fidel Castro? Well, he wasn't. Uh, so here's what happened. I went there. 600 college students went there on semester at sea. He heard we were there. We went there on like a <laughs> college trip. <laughs> he heard we were there. 600 well, Americans show did up. Did he think it was like the real world episode? I mean, the, the road rules show? Or? It was the same thing from that. We did it like a couple years later. And so we go to Cuba. He hears we're there. He invites us. He's like, oh, I want to speak to you. He does this like five-hour speech. Oh, he's, he was known for that. Yeah, yeah, for us. Was he talking about Angola? or was he? I mean, about- I zoned out pretty early. Did they translate it or was it in English? Translated. Right. Even though I found out later he spoke English. Right. But, but he, he, doesn't, just, he doesn't give speeches. He's a nephew to yeah. us, you know, to the uh, Americans. And so um, he, uh, so he has us. He speaks to us. First of all, we don't go through any uh, metal detectors or anything. Right. So the whole time I'm thinking, like, I don't know if this is. A, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this on a pod, but he's dead now. I feel like I could assassinate this guy. Right. You should have done it. I would have been killed. It would have been good for the pod. But I would have <laughs> do it for the pod. Fifteen right. years in advance of the pod. This was 2002. But if I would have killed him, I would have been killed immediately. But I'd be in the history books. You know. You would be in the history books. And then well, I remember one guy just asked him for a hug, and I was like, Judas. That is, that's a hug? Yeah, he was like, can I hug you? You're my favorite dictator or something like that. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and then the guy, and then Castro that's hugged him. Dictator. And all these like, all these like super left-wing, uh, like uh, teachers, professors were like all clapping. They're like, yay, oh, our country's oh coming together. That's just, this wasn't our news story intended, but we could do a whole Castro. Uh, anyway, yeah, so then after, he speaks for five hours. Afterwards, he's like, oh, I want to have you a guest to my house. And this is where you learn, I mean, you already knew, but this is where you learn the whole like, Communists were all equal. That's complete bullshit. Right. Because he lives in this mansion. But you went to his house? 
It was one of his houses, yeah. I haven't heard the story before. He wasn't there. He ended up, like, not showing up. He, like... He laid you over and then bailed? He, no, he... Yeah, he basically, like, did what, like, Dave Chappelle does to everybody. <laughs> is he's like, oh, I'll meet you there, you know? And then, you know, Chappelle never shows up for stuff. There's a and, lot in... And Chappelle just had a great return, and, you know... Ex- yeah, well, I'm just saying, that's... Uh, so then he does that, but he has... It's this full, like, Cuban band there. He has a swimming pool. It's this massive meal... And what the food is, it's like there's something, it looks like pulled pork, you know? Uh-huh. So, of course, I dive in. Oh, boy. Now it's I know pork, where the story's going. <laughs> you know? We find out later. You dive in. There's pork involved. You're diving in. Yeah. And the then <laughs> any pork, I'm there, right? And so the next morning, I wake up, sick stomach. I'm puking. And we're on this ship because we're taking, we're off in the, uh, the deep blue sea at this point. Mm, they we're, got you, Yankees. We're miles off, you know? And then I come out. I go topside. I go to deck everybody's puking. <laughs> Anyone, it turns out it was bad horse. Bad horse. I, <laughs> they gave you horse? They gave us and that's horse. What the, so that's what the rich people are eating in Cuba. That shows you what the state Not of the, only one horse, it was like a stampede. That's the state of the economy, by the way, because that's the rich people's food. That is the rich people's like, food in what Cuba. What were the poor people eating at their... Uh, and I want to know what Castro's... So he sends you to his house, and is, does he have like an assistant or someone? Who's like he had a whole team of people in tuxedos. That are our rule show up? Did who? Raul? Raul. Uh, no. Was Sean Penn there? Like, who was there? No. Sean Penn was there. <laughs> yeah. And um, I don't know, whoever else. I mean, looked. I used to, going back a uh, long ways, used to always talk about how, like, uh, Castro, Osama bin Laden, Saddam Hussein, Yasser Arafat. Those are the big four. Big four. They'll never die. These guys, <laughs> yeah. they will never die. Now, all four. Castro was the last one standing. And now he's gone. They're all gone. Yeah. And now I got to I gotta update my references, because I, I don't know a lot about other world leaders that... That it can uh, that who are bad are yet to have died, right? Yeah, because so, even Saddam's kids are dead. Uday and Hussein or whatever. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I'm sure he's got some other ones, but he's got to be a nephew. So I anyway, don't know the leader of ISIS. I got to figure that out. What's his name? They're always changing because they nah. keep getting taken out. All right, all right. I wonder, next, how, I wonder if they serve horse to their guests. <laughs> Maybe they will. Anyway, next story. Yeah, that's 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 let's get going. Let's go from one um, country's uh, news story to another. After the uh, United States election, this is according to Vice magazine. That's sort of the, one of the best sources of uh, people news. in America are having less sex after the election. This says mm-hmm. um, engaging in sexual activity uh, is to indulge one's basic instinct instincts. Um, it has become um, an idea to. Perverse to practice in Trump's America, according... I don't know. Kaplan, what do you have to say about that? <sighs> this is kind of... You know, my anniversary was election night. Oh. Yeah. So that's, that's <laughs> all I'm going to say. <laughs> Kaplan getting personal. <laughs> Fuck you, Trump. <laughs> I mean, oh. I feel like I feel like... So you're saying it's true. I'm saying... I don't know if the men in New York... Are, like, is anyone going to have sex next four years? Like, I feel like it's going to be a... So well, anyway, well, I think you go one of two ways. I think people can have more sex. It's like a the world's going to end because Trump could start World War Three. So well, we that's the pitch. Wait, right, that's the move I'm advising to people out there to try. Yes, um, or just don't have free elections. Yes, if, that's that's the real. Solution. If no one ever gets elected, then I bet you in Cuba. I bet you they never had a drought. I, they sex. just partied uh, on. Unless you ate bad horse meat, it's hard to have sex. Next no week. slump buster needed. But you know, other than the bad horse meat breakouts, <laughs> you outbreaks, I think yeah, there's there, it probably was a very consistent communist level of sex where it's always the same, <laughs> same communist position. Level of sex. Yeah, you keep it the same, <laughs> and uh, everyone's equal. To the yeah, I have a quote in my head, but it's not coming out. So we'll, we'll save it for next next time we have a communist related <laughs> sex story. History will absolve him. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> All right. Um, next story. Pigeons. Should we do this one? Pigeons and bars. This is from the Daily Mail. This is we're going outside of America for this story. But the Daily okay. Mails are the Daily Mail and Vice are pigeons. <laughs> those are the two hot news. Pigeons in Barcelona are being put on the pill in attempt to cut their numbers by eighty percent as the city's councilors abandon controversial calls. Um, it says that. Uh, more than 150 animal welfare groups are celebrating after Barcelona City Council decided to put 85,000 pigeons on the pill. Why are they celebrating, Kaplan? They're celebrating because um, the new... Because they have way too much free time. Like, <laughs> clearly, no real problems. The new controls will replace the controversial rounding up and killing of birds, which are threatening to take over the historic center. Can I suggest something they could have done? Get BB guns? Oh, wait, no. That's what they did. Already. Well, I would say this. In China, we, I used to eat pigeon all the time. 
Uh, you're just uh, this is like our food episode. It's a meal. So how does pigeon compare to horse? Much better. Much better. I'm a pigeon fan. Yeah. Listen, Pitch. let me tell you something. You throw a little like Pete's um, white wing sauce on there. Uh, it tastes exactly like, like they wings. Have Pete's white wing sauce in China. I could get wing sauce and throw it on pigeon. It tastes like wings. Yeah. Well, you know, um, that's I, I've always been grossed out by that eating pigeons because I in my old apartment that you came to in Manhattan in the East Village where I had a backyard. Yes. I had pigeons who I could not get rid of who lived in like above like in the like crevice of like the ceiling in the backyard area. And you the never roof, they would nest up there. And I would break their nest with a broom every day. I would, and they would, like, <laughs> if I like missed on one day, they'd build a nest and have an egg. And once they, it was you know to Cuba like the dry land. Pot. Like once I got the egg down, I felt bad. I felt like it's like uh, not to go abortion on us, but I felt like oh, there's life now. There's an egg. <laughs> I, I can't break the egg. I mean, so every time this go on for years, where they get that egg down, and I would have. And, and so you, if I knew there was a pill, I could have given them. Or you could have chowed down. That's what I'm saying. I would rather have given. I'm a birth control. That would have made me feel better. You're all over the map. First, you said you are I'm against all, I'm abortion, all over the, <laughs> and I'm now birth control. Though. You're for it's not a religious thing, practical. So that that's my answer uh, there. And um, the quote I was thinking of earlier, which would have been a good end to the joke, but is from each according to his needs. That whole you know that quote. Yes, that would have made sense in the sex reference. Oh, okay. So damn it. Next time we have a communist sex conversation, next time I'm bringing that back and seeing if any listeners. Uh, next time it comes up. Okay, last story of the night, everybody. Each coin is built. I think this is going to be our last story. Um, general, oh, this is a sad one. Kaplan, are you ready? I'm ready for. We sad. might need one more because we can't go out sad. But here we go. General So's chicken inventor has died at the age of 98. Is this like a real story? Like nobody ever from knew, USA Today. I thought it was like nobody knows who made the chicken. And so they just sort of like needed to make like distract people from all the crap Trump's doing and everything else in the world. So they just invented this feel good general. It could be a red herring. A red herring, yeah. Yeah, it could be. But I will say this: if the guy lived to ninety eight, how unhealthy can chi- can can Chinese food really be? Well, when he's from Taiwan. Oh, exactly. How un- right? Joel General Sal's is uh, the gelatinous food is gives you strength. Not only that, <laughs> it gives you strength to fight a million armies or whatever the actual general did, right? Yes, exactly. But now that people have been saying forever that Chinese, in America, they say Chinese food is so um, unhealthy for you. This guy's 98 years old, right? right. The Marlboro no. man, he lived to be 1,000. No, and every, like, Jewish grandfather who's, like, like, lived to 90 or whatever, 80s, they've all eaten Chinese food every Sunday for their entire lives. No vegetables. So Chinese food is... Uh, and I think you don't. I think you got to remember it's pine protein. Well, Chinese people live forever. Okay, let's do one more, one more story to end on a high note. Although this might not be a high note, but Kaplan, um, everybody's doing this mannequin challenge video. Yeah, this the, is the dumbest thing. The latest one is from Ellen DeGeneres. You know, okay, so um, Obama gave all these people this Medal of Freedom, which I never even heard of a Medal of Freedom until like two weeks ago. Uh, but then anyway, they gave it, Obama gave it to everybody. He gave it to Ellen. He gave it to Tom Hanks. He gave it to Bob. He gave it to, I don't know, other people. Springsteen. Springsteen got Vince one. Vince Scully. Vince Scully. No, he didn't. Really? Yeah, yeah. The announcer? Yeah. What? Okay. Well, when Trump's president, it's going to be like Ted Nugent and Scott Baio. <laughs> yeah, well. And uh, most of the people at Disney World. <laughs> Mickey. <Yeah. laughs> Not Daisy Duck, though. I'll tell you that much. So basically, the whole idea is you just stand there and then um, they walk around What's the room. What's the idea of the man? The, to back it up, it's the idea of the mannequin challenge, is what you're. The idea of the mannequin challenge. They filmed one at the ceremony, is what you're trying to. So they filmed one at the ceremony, so they got all these celebrities. But here's the whole thing I watched it. Most of these celebrities, they're not even standing still. The idea is you have to stand still. Right. Well, I don't think most of them understood what it was. Secondly, does this raise money for like multiple sclerosis? No, like the ALS challenge, what ice bucket thing. I was behind. I was was behind. That was annoying, but it was like at least it had a good cause. It raised like hundreds of millions of dollars. This is like, I mean, Hillary Clinton did this during her campaign. I saw the Cavaliers did it one day on the team plane. This mannequin challenge thing is like people who aren't funny, who think that they want to go viral. Yes. They think, I don't understand. You're standing around and you don't even look like a mannequin because mannequins are always like the the one way. People are always taking all sorts of provocative poses. They're not even doing it like a mannequin. Sure. I, I don't get it. So this is comedy in America. This is why we need you to come back from China to save comedy well, in America. Well, here's what I'll say. If they really want to be mannequins, they should have no genitalia. 
Right, exactly. <laughs> to begin with. No genitalia. And like your race is kind of hard to tell. Yeah, undefined. Of, like, undefined. Uh, and then in Mannequin 2 and Mannequin the movie, that mannequin ran around. I didn't see that. Okay, well, Netflix it to that's ca- an 80s to get your movie. References. But anyway, Ellen DeGeneres, DeGeneres is a comedian. Tom Hanks used to be a stand-up comedian, I think. I don't think he was in that video, to fairness. Oh, Kareem okay. Abdul-Jabbar was, though, and he was an airplane. He knows good comedy. <laughs> he knows good comedy. And he really failed here. So get your act together, America. Yeah, we are going to come after every dumb trend that comes up. Done. You can mark it in your calendars, people. And you. Uh, if you want to participate in a dumb trend, you know you're going to put a target on your back. Leave us a comment about the nuts, next dumb trend we should go after yes. in oh, our yeah. reviews. Leave us a comment about that. That's a good thing. And send us uh, ideas for, you know, we also are going to do some remote pods. And if people have any ideas yes. for uh, places we should go uh, in America to explore, for Turner to learn. Because here's the thing. I'm sick of sitting in the studio. Yeah. I'm sick of being cramped up in here. I want to get out into America. With the people. Yeah. Amongst the people. Yeah, exactly. So, right? so send your, your to the Lost in America any, any oddball events that are happening that you think represent America anywhere in the New York area, let us know. Tweet We're going to go to it. Right? Tweet, Tweet it to us. us. Is that what we're supposed to do? We're going, and we have a ton of good, com- good guests coming up, guys. A lot of good shows. We got Gus Tate and his wife, Sarah. They just moved they're here. From, fascinating couple. They just moved here from China. They're going to be on the podcast telling us like to be a couple moving into America, buying an apartment. Right. We got... We got a ch- we have a Hanukkah episode coming up with Esther Steinberg. Yeah, we're gonna outnumber you that episode. She is hilarious. Two two against one. Yeah, we're gonna teach you about Hanukkah. I will we're not, gonna, out of respect, I will not eat ham during. We're that gonna episode. bring a dreidel and we're gonna play a game on the air. It's gonna so be exciting. that's gonna to be for Hanukkah. I'm gonna learn about Hanukkah. We're gonna do a Chinese New Year episode, which is just gonna be dead air, right? Because it's a. Uh, Nothing. Everything closes in China on Chinese New Year. No. Oh, that's true. Yeah, nothing's open except us. We'll be open we'll be for open. business. Right. So I'm going to teach you about. Um, we're going to get. What year is this going to be? Or you'll save it for the pod. Yeah, I don't <laughs> even. Yeah, I got to figure that out. We'll save it for the pod. <laughs> so we got a lot of stuff coming up. You guys, stay tuned. Keep telling your friends about it. The only way we can grow is if you tell people. So tell. Yeah, I'm not telling you. How do you have to post it on your Facebook? Well, you can, but just tell somebody. Tell somebody, and if you see something, say something. If you see something, <laughs> say something. That's all. Five stars. Five-star reviews. Cap, what should we do? I'm going to get lost. I know what you're going to do. Get lost.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.